Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. Hillary Lopez joins us. She's executive director of the Reno Housing Authority here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Story County is leading Nevada. Home of the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center, Google, Tesla, Panasonic, and other world-leading companies. Story County provides thousands of tech, advanced manufacturing, and logistics careers for Nevadans. We're diversifying and driving Nevada's economy and generating millions in tax revenue and billions in economic activity across Northern Nevada. Story County is leading Nevada's future. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy, enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V dot org. ProGroup Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. ProGroup Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. ProGroup Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet, delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're pleased to welcome to the program for the first time Hillary Lopez. She is executive director of the Nevada Housing Authority. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited and pleased to be here. Well, you are very welcome. And let's start out with a very simple question, which is what is the Nevada Housing Authority and what does it do? So um, the Reno Housing Authority is one of three public housing authorities within the state of Nevada. And while our name is the Reno Housing Authority, we actually service all of Washoe County. And our main goal is really to provide uh, fair, um, sustainable, affordable housing uh, within diverse neighborhoods throughout Washoe County for our lower income residents and really allow them to use that housing as a stable foundation for pursuing other economic opportunities or things that would assist their family. Okay, so in <coughs> current economic time, um, how difficult is that? Because uh, the construction industry is having trouble building affordable housing uh, from yeah. a cost point of view. 
So we have a portfolio of 750 public housing units. Um, they're spread across eight different properties, five of which are for families and three of which are specifically set aside for seniors and disabled uh, households. And then on top of that, we have a scattered site portfolio as well as other housing options that we can make available to um, clients. And then we also administer 3,000 what are called housing choice vouchers. Uh, folks may have previously known them as Section 8 vouchers to help people find housing within the private market. Uh, even with all of that, there is always a need for additional affordable housing, and so we're always exploring creative ways or new ways that we could um, finance and build um, or partner with others to uh, to provide more affordable housing within our community. Okay, so so explain some of those to us. You know the ways that you're doing that because I mean it's it's obviously a very tight market just from the construction point of view. It's very difficult. Yes, and so uh, as you mentioned um, in the. Uh, recent past, it's just been really expensive to construct uh, new housing. And so um, with the state and local fiscal recovery funds, the state put aside $500 million towards affordable housing initiatives. And the Reno Housing Authority was very fortunate. And we were awarded close to $50 million of those funds to help us um, renovate some of our existing public housing properties and then also to help us build some new housing properties. So um, one of those, for example, we receive funds both through the state as well as through the city of Reno and paired with our own monies, we're building 12 new units of housing specifically targeted for extremely low income or at risk or homeless veterans so that this way we could provide 12 new units of housing within our community for that population. Okay, so what, what's the difference between the number of people you're able to accommodate and the number of people that need to be accommodated? So unfortunately, um, we're always uh, in a situation where there's more demand than supply. So we do everything that we can to serve as many families as possible uh, within a reasonable time frame. Um, but yes, unfortunately, we do have wait lists and we try and manage those wait lists and get through them as quickly as we can. Uh, what about the construction side of things? Um, it seems that you know it's very difficult for builders uh, to be able to build affordable housing, housing and make a profit at the same time. What kind of uh, roadblocks are you running into if you are uh, in terms of construction of new properties? Yes. Um, it, it, we've seen the cost to build new housing or even to preserve existing housing uh, increase substantially over the past couple of years just because of labor costs, of uh, supply chain issues, um, and just other factors. Uh, the, the cost of capital has increased recently, and all of those things really impact the ability to, to move these projects forward. And what it means, at least on the affordable housing side, is that uh, enable to really uh, continue to serve the population that we're targeting, those who have very low incomes, extremely low incomes, or at risk or are homeless, is that we have to secure additional funds to really help us 
um, move these projects to completion. Um, what about uh, the tiny housing projects? Is that, is that part of what you've been doing? So we haven't undertaken any tiny housing projects. I mean, there is the housing continuum, and so there's kind of a, a part that each of these different housing types and developments play. Um, we tend to focus on households that are at or below 50% of area median income. Two-thirds of the residents and clients that we serve through our programs are seniors or disabled households. Um, and then we also you know, try and work as much as possible with private landlords through our Housing Choice Voucher Program to kind of increase the supply of affordable housing that's located throughout the community so that once someone has that voucher, they're able to really utilize it to find housing in whatever neighborhood works best for them in terms of access to their um, employment, the schools that they want their children to go to, um, and other factors. Um, there's been a lot of um, uh, deconstruction in terms of uh, downtown with the motels. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not against that because I think a lot of those conditions that people were living in were horrible. And, uh, and I'm glad that those properties are gone and hopefully there will be new properties erected um, on those sites or nearby to accommodate those folks. But how has that affected your work? You know, for a long time, some of those motels downtown um, operated as kind of de facto affordable housing. Um, our goal every day is to explore new ways to best serve uh, lower income residents throughout Washoe County. And so we are uh, continuously looking for ways to increase and improve the affordable housing that we provide. Um, and also look at if people are being displaced, you know, how can we serve them um, in other ways throughout the affordable housing community and the properties that we manage and own or that partners um, or others within this arena have available. Uh, also, there's been some developers that have come in and they've done some creative rehab or ad adaptive projects with some of those uh, weekly motels so that this way they can continue to house people but in better conditions. Um, what about uh, workforce housing because you know we've seen through EDON, the Economic Development Authority of Western Nevada, that we need over the next decade 50,000 new homes just to accommodate the growth, the internal growth, which people don't often think about and I'm sure you do all the time, which is that you know, if people have children, the children grow up, they want to still live in this community. Right. There's natural growth that comes from there, but then there's also growth of people moving to the area because of all these incredible companies who are coming here. Um, so uh, how do you look at that? Do you look at that in, in, in somewhat horror, or do you look at it with optimism? So I try and look at it with optimism. <laughs> um, I think that's the best way to approach well, 50, it. 50,000 homes in <laughs> 10 years is a lot of homes. And yes. that's, that's a prediction from about four or five years ago now. Yes, and I know from talking to others in this industry, I mean, we're all looking for ways to kind of help move the needle. Uh, we have a great, a great area, and so, uh, you know, it's attractive to, to people to come and, and move to our area, and then we also want, as you mentioned, for our younger population to be able to, um, to continue to reside in the area, and so, um, you know, again, we look at how we could best use our resources to kind of help with that. Um, we have just broken ground recently on a new infill project in Sparks. 
uh, right off the downtown core, so very near to public transit, to amenities, to employment opportunities, and that project um, will serve more of kind of a workforce um, population and so we're excited about being able to add 15 additional units to kind of help move the needle for, for that uh, particular um, population. And, and infill is really the key, isn't it? Rather, rather than trying to expand beyond the core because of all the benefits that you mentioned? There's a lot of benefits of doing infill, um, some of which are the infrastructure is already here. Um, for us, when we're looking at where to locate our projects, we're looking for communities that are near public transportation, are near services, are near uh, employment opportunities. Um, and so, you know, within kind of the, the more uh, within the McCarran Loop, for example, you know, we, we find those types of, of properties. Um, the thing is that it's getting harder and harder, unfortunately, to find even some of those infill locations. But um, we're out there looking all the time for things that would be a, a good opportunity and a good site for these kinds of projects. Yeah, and for our friends in Southern Nevada who are listening to this, uh, the uh, McCarran Loop would be somewhat similar to the 215 in Las yes. Vegas that really encompasses the valley. And thank heaven they built that, <laughs> which there was a lot of fight against 30 years ago. And if they hadn't built that, we'd be in a world of hurt. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back okay. more with Hillary Lopez after this timeout. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low, and our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way, because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much-needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. Forget the weather outside, there's a blizzard of points inside the Carson Valley Inn during the 15 million points giveaways. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday, including four 1 million point winners guaranteed. And don't miss the 2 million point grand prize giveaways. It's the 15 million points giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers with Hillary Lopez. She's the exec executive director of the Reno Housing Authority. I gave you credit for the whole state, and I apologize for that. Um, one of the things that it strikes me is that, you know, we've talked about this a lot in this program over the years, um, which is that 
you know, we're landlocked in the Reno Sparks area. And we're going to need to see people moving out to other areas like Fernley, Fallon, Lovelock, which to people coming from California are not long distances. To drive 30 minutes or even an hour would be a breeze for people who are used to a three-hour commute. Um, do you look towards those areas or have communication with those areas in terms of what you could do for your patrons? Yeah, so we're one of three public housing authorities in the state. Um, there's the Southern Nevada Regional Housing Authority, which services Clark County, and then the Nevada Rural Housing Authority, which services all of the balance of counties. And so we maintain really good relationships with both of the other public housing authorities. We work together on issues that um, could impact our programs or the residents and clients that we're aiming to serve, both at the uh, state and federal level and we are working with them so if there is uh, an opportunity to try and figure out kind of how um, to kind of best optimize the resources we have or advocate for more resources so that we're um, promoting uh, good things throughout the entire region we're, we're always looking to do that. Would transportation be a help because it kind of drives me crazy that, you know, we're seeing private companies utilizing van services within their own companies like Tesla and Panasonic uh, to be able to move employees around and cut back on the traffic. Um, but we don't have an RTC that goes beyond the Reno Sparks area. Would that be helpful in your line of work to be able to have transportation so that you could develop other areas like Fernley and Fallon? Yeah, so our service area is just Washoe County, so we would be working with either those um, local governments or the Nevada Rural Housing Authority, and I know that they are actively looking at what they could do within those communities in terms of affordable housing. But, you know, of course, public transportation is key for a lot of the clients that we work with. And so, you know, going back to what I had said earlier, that's why we're always trying to site projects close to um, public transportation or in walkable communities um, because a lot of our, our residents rely on that. Um, there are several properties in downtown Reno that are tower blocks that have in some cases sat empty for years. Is there any interest from the owners of those properties to work with you to open those properties up? You know, we haven't been in talks with any of those property owners, so I'm not sure what their interest is. Uh, if there was interest, we're always willing to talk with people, have those conversations, and kind of see what would make sense and what we could do, especially within the, the limited resources that we have available. Okay, so. Um, Jackie Rosen uh, just introduced a lands bill uh, for Washoe County. Um, Mark Amaday, who's going to be on the program here later this week, has been very much involved in this as well. Um, so it's very much a bipartisan issue for across the state. Um, that would affect the price of land uh, in a dramatic way to lower the cost by having more of it. How much would that help you if uh, we could actually get a lands bill passed? And there's no guarantees that right. even this one would work. Yeah, no, I, anything, you know, we're looking to have as many tools in our tool belt as possible. So all of these types of things are helpful. Um, I've, prior to coming to the Reno Housing Authority, I was working for um, a private group that worked with 
um, developers, both nonprofit public housing authorities and other for-profit developers that de that um, develop affordable housing throughout the state. And so I'm familiar with the Southern, Southern Nevada Public Lands Management Act and using SNPLMA. Um, and they've been very successful down Incredible. there in using some of those uh, sites to create um, hundreds of units of affordable housing. So, you know, definitely something that I think is, um, it could be a very valuable tool to us. Yeah, and, and tens of millions of dollars that benefited all across the state, mm -hmm. including Lake Tahoe. Yes. Right, let, let's take another break. We'll come back more with Hillary Lopez after this timeout. Find your fortune during the $150,000 Lucky Fortune giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Cash and free play giveaways every Thursday and Saturday, including $5,000 cash guarantee and $40,000 in grand finale giveaways. Your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, Beautiful. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot clothing store and a whole lot more. For the cold days ahead, jackets, hoodies, flannel shirts, insulated bib overalls, thermal underwear, beanies, and merino wool socks. Big R. Hardware, clothing, and a whole lot more. 7 at 7 is a newscast built for your smartphone. It's a 7-minute newscast available every weekday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. at LVRJ.com. We don't waste your time and we give you the day's top stories. We at the RJ have noticed some similarities between us and a certain BTS character, RJ. Plus the latest in Las Vegas business, weather, health, and entertainment news. <laughs> 7 at 7 streaming now on your smartphone. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Hillary Lopez. She is the executive director of the Reno Housing Authority. Um, you provide a lot of local help, obviously. Um, what kind of services are you able to provide to the residents that they may not be aware of? So um, I always call it our hidden gem because uh, the Reno Housing Authority actually has a really robust resident service uh, programming and um, we have programs that are targeted towards our youth. Uh, we have workforce development programs and then we also have programs for our senior population. Uh, one thing that we just did recently was open a golden grocery at one of our public housing sites and it's for specifically for seniors as well as those within our community that are age 55 and over and it's open 
twice a week. It's in partnership with the food bank. Um, it's stocked, and those uh, in need could come and access, um, you know, as, uh, shelf stable foods. Um, we have dairy items, we have fresh fruit and vegetables. So it's just one more way to ensure that no one has to choose between paying rent and, and having food. Okay, where, where is it located? It's actually located at our Tom Sawyer public housing site, which is off of uh, Silverado. And, um, you know, if, if anyone's interested, they could definitely contact us um, at our main office or uh, via our website. We have information at renoha.org. Um, is that area a food desert? Is there not a grocery store that's there? Yeah, unfortunately, the closest um, grocery store recently closed or announced that they were closing. Um, and so this is one way to ensure that those within that, that particular area off of Adi Boulevard by Silverada um, have access to, to the food that they need. Okay. And that area is being redeveloped? Yes. Uh, okay, yes. So, so are there plans, do you know, because uh, I know we've had people on from the RTC talking about the, the redevelopment. Um, are there plans for another grocery store to go in that area? Because there certainly is a need. You know, I'm not sure of all of the plans in that area. One of the things that we're looking to do along that Audi corridor is um, we're in discussion and negotiation now to have a property donated to us that then we could use to further expand our resident service programs and create a resident service hub within that neighborhood. So okay. we're excited about that. Um, we've got about a minute left here. Sure. Um, you're also trying to help people actually get jobs, correct? Do you work in, in concert, for example, with the Sierra Nevada Job Corps, which is also doing something similar? We work in partnership with EDON, so we do um, participate in roundtables with them, with employers, our workforce development staff uh, works with their staff, as well as with employers coming to the region to make sure that through our workforce development programs, we're hitting on skill sets that would be valuable and helpful and so that our residents could move into those jobs which helps our residents as well as helps those new businesses moving to our area. Well it sounds like you have a lot on your plate and yes. you're going to have a lot on your plate for a long time to come. Great things going on. We just celebrated our 80th birthday and um, you know we're looking forward to serving the community for 80 plus more years and um, as always being part of the affordable housing solution. Sounds good to me. Hillary Lopez, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be right back. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their homes. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. Imagine a magical garden 
that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast. We'll see you on the next broadcast.